come before him. Yes, yes. And we ought to be rejoicing. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Somebody laid down last night and their name was called this morning, but they couldn't answer. Yes. Amen. God called our name and we all answered. Here we are. Amen. 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 We want to go ahead on this morning. Thank you, Lord. Started our devotional service this morning. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray that you all will join in with us here and let us celebrate. Thank you. This marvelous day that Thank the Lord, Lord. has made for us. Thank you, Lord.
of sweet accord and thus around the throne
that you can do everything yes. but fear. Yeah. Lord, you've been so good. Thank you. Lord, you've been so kind. Lord, your blessings have been so numerous. Lord, yes. we just want to tell you things. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, have your way, Lord. Right now, Father. Have your way in the lives of your children. Yes. Lord, bless is only you can bless. Yes. Save is only you can save. Knowing that you got all power in your hand. And that you can do everything but fail. Lord God, have mercy of this world. Right now, Father. Have mercy of it be that holy will. Lord, let your will be done. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, stop by this world. Right now, Father. Stop by for just a little while. Lord God, if you can't stay, stop by. Yes. Everything will be alright. Yes. Lord God, bless us only you can bless this yes. morning. Yes, yes. Say it only you can say. Yes, Lord. Knowing that you got all power Thank in your you. hand, Lord. Yes. That you can do everything but fail. Yes. Lord, lay your hand on your preacher man. Yes, yes, yes. Lord, give your word, Lord. Yes. Lord, let us hear from you this morning. Yes. Yes, thank you, Lord. Whatsoever we need, Lord, you got it. Lord, you got it. Yes. Have your way, Lord. Have your way in the life of your children. Right now. Lord, bless us. Only you can bless. Yes. Save us. Only you can save us. Lord, all name by name and house by house. Yes. Let your will be done. Your will. Not our will, Lord, but your will be done. And everything will be all right. God will be so careful to give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. And Lord God, right now we just want to tell you thank you. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. Amen. 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 Amen.
quiet said it. Philadelphia. Amen. We know all about that from Sunday school this morning. Amen. So if you want to know more about it, come to Sunday school. Amen. We talked about the power of the Holy Spirit this morning. Amen. We got a lot of clarity. Amen. We know exactly what it's about. Amen. God bless you. We're so glad you're here this morning in the house of the Lord. Amen. So we can worship and praise his holy name. Amen. Stand to your feet now for the doxology. Father, not my father, not my sister, my brother, but it's me, O oh Lord. 
standing in the need of prayer. And why are we glad that there's another song that says, somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took a little time and prayed for me. Prayer is a key. Prayer is one of those weapons that are not carnal that God has given us to attack the enemy. God is not taking it granted. I get excited when we get an opportunity to get together and pray like this. Because God takes notice of it. Amen? Let's respect God and be with Let's respect what he's going to do with anticipation and expectation. He will come through for us. Oh, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you, Father God, for being better to us than we've been to ourselves. Father God, you kept us day in and day out. Every minute, every hour, you kept us. Even when we was not cognizant of you and not thankful for all the things you were doing in our life, you were faithful, Father, and you kept us anyhow. We thank you. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. You are Jehovah Jireh, you are Jehovah Nisi. You are battle in the time of the battle. Father God, your bread in the style of the land and water and dry places. Father God, we even know that you are bombing the air and we thank you for it. Father God, we have 10,000 tongues and 100,000 names. We could not name all that you all wrapped up in one. And we're glad, oh Father, we're glad that you are mindful of us. That's why we take time before we ask you anything to let you know we know just how great you are. Father God, we, we don't take it for granted that we can look to the hills and past the hills from winds coming out of hell. We know that our help comes from you, oh Lord. Father God, right now we ask you to create a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. And then when we've done that, oh Heavenly Father, we ask that you would just fill us up with a fresh anointing. Run from the sole of our feet to the crowns of our heads. Father God, we need you each and every way. We can't do nothing without you. We exist. Our very being is in you. Father God, right now we fall short in every account, every promise we made, we did not keep it. Father God, in every commandment that you've given us, we have broken it. But Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your son called Jesus, your mighty and majestic son called Jesus, oh Father God, that you allowed him to come and die on the cross so we can be in right relationship with you right now. That's why we approach your throne boldly this morning. We know that we don't have a right, oh Father God, but we thank you anyway because Father God, we're coming in the blood of your son Jesus. So we ask, oh Father God, that you would take our sins and throw them at fire in the east and in the west. We ask, oh God, that you would take our sins and throw them into the sea of forgetfulness right now in the name of Jesus. And then we will done that, oh Father God, Remember that you have chose us, that you chose us from the beginning of time, from the foundations of the earth, that you created us before we were formed in the belly of our mother, Father God. You knew us and ordained us. So, Father God, we ask you for your patience with us. We ask you, Father God, for your grace and your mercy right now. And when you're doing that, oh Father God, when you allow your grace and your mercy to walk with us each and every day, we ask you, Father God, bring us into what you created us to be. Help us so we have not discovered our purpose, Father God. And then when you've done that, oh Father God, help us to operate and walk in it. Father God, we ask you to come against the wilds of the devil, because he's seeking whom he made the vow. We've tried every trick once we get serious about you, and we want to press our way towards you. He's doing everything against you your children, oh Father God, to 
to turn us to obstruct us and to put obstacles in our way. But Father God, you said that you, you know, you know the thoughts that you have towards us. And that's not to hurt us, but to give us a future and a hope. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask the Father God, do what you say you would do. Father God, you say that you would never leave us nor forsake us. You say that you get away out of nowhere. Father God, right now you said that you stick with us through thick and thin right now. When everyone else has left us and seems like your odds are against us, oh Father God. We ask, oh Father God, that you give us a hope right now. Give us something to hang on to. We don't know what you're doing, Father God, but we're going to follow you anyway. We don't know what you're trying to do with our life, but we're going to follow you anyway. Father, give us a mindset of whatsoever comes our way that we will hold on to your unchanging mind. Even when we can't trust your Father God, give your people under the sound of my voice. Father God, the strength and the mindset, the, the desire and get a hunger for you. Give them a hunger like the dead panting for the water right now in the name of Jesus. Cover this ministry, oh Father God. Cover it with your blood right now. You said in your word, you said, Father God, that you said upon this rock you will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So, Father God, I'm asking you to do what you say you would do, Father God, and we know that all other things will be added to us because you said, God, that we seek ye first, the kingdom of heaven, all other things will be added unto us. Heal the sick and the shunning right now, Father God. Anyone, Father God, is in our ministry, we haven't seen them. Their body is ailing, Father God. Even the ones that have not told us, oh God, we ask for Father God that you let the hymn of your government dispense the right medication right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, someone's in a financial strait and they're wondering how they make is. Father God, remind them before this day is over that Father God, you never fail. You, you're a God that cannot lie. You said that you got many mansions in your house and you're not so you would have told us so. So Father God, bless your people right now in the name of Jesus. The body, Father God, where there's needed, and you said you'd add to the church, add to it right now in the name of Jesus. And most of all, Father God, right now as we end this prayer, Father God, we know we have struggled and fight the rest of God against flesh and blood. So, Father God, I ask that you let the blood of your son Jesus come against every foul and malignant spirit that's coming against your people right now. Send them back to the pits of hell and then put a hedge of protection around your people so they can get rested and reserved and get back in the fight. Father God, if you do these few simple things, oh Father God, if you do these few simple things, we won't wait till the storm is over. We won't wait till the rain has stopped and the lightning stops flashing. We'll thank you in the middle of the storm. Give us a thankful spirit in the middle of our storms right now in the name of Jesus. the glory. In Jesus' precious name, we say, in Jesus' precious name, we pray. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. 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 And then put your hands in your God.
worthy to be praised. Yes, yes. Yes. Us, us who are in the sanctuary, why we here should be the noisiest place. Yes. I'm not coming here without no noise. Yes. All of us, all, each and every one of us in here has known the Lord. Yes. 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 We have known the Lord long enough mm -hmm. that we ought not come to church without a shout. Yes. Y'all hear what I'm saying to you? Unless he did nothing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Can anybody say he's done nothing for you? I know y'all were trying to win all that lotto this week. Uh, so y'all can pay all them tithes to the church. But you didn't get it. You still should shout. Because he woke you up and he didn't have to do that. Amen. And if nobody else want to do it, you, you shout. Amen. Shout. You shout. And you know what really makes the devil mad? I'm gonna let this go for now. What really makes him mad? When he know he messing with you and you shout anyway. Yeah. And the praises go up. Your breakthrough is in your worship. Thank you. And your praise. Amen. Welcome back right back in the sanctuary today. It's just good for us to be able to come here and have to take time out to thank our God. Our Savior for all he has done. So he's really been good to us. When I sit back and I contemplate and I think about what he got me out of, what he prevented from coming my way, I can't, I can't match and give him nothing for his goodness, his grace, and his mercy. He kept it from my Sunday to Sunday once again, y'all, right? I'm going to be thankful of that. Uh, the program, the information that's in your programs, uh, we got Seaboard Coordinating District Wide Mission Study and Fellowship Hour will be held on tomorrow, as August 1st, at 7 p.m. We got the Zoom dial-in information there in the passcode. Amen. Make sure you take part of it. Usually a grand time be, to be had in. Prayer meeting and Bible study will resume on Tuesday. That's August 2nd. That's this Tuesday at 6 p.m. Please plan to attend. Usually have a good time in there. And that information to call in is on the phone line. That information, <coughs> excuse me, is on the back of your program. Amen? I usually send on the phone blast to those not the sanctuary. Forget about that. Everyone should know that number by now. Amen? Amen. But guess what? Don't worry, Pastor. Make sure you remember. I'll call it out in your old house. You right? Because you might run it down somewhere and be in a different location. And Pastor, make sure you have it. Amen? The Seaboard Ministers and Deacons Union will be held virtually on August, to August, on August 4th through the 6th. The login information is inside the program also, so you need to keep up with these programs that you're even here with today, right? Yeah, uh, we need to have that. It's, it's just good to be able to avail yourself to the teachings and the studies that are going on. Amen? Yeah. And it's just good to have a word being poured into your spirit. Sunday is just not enough. It's not, it's not enough. It's good for us to come here. It's good for us to do this, but we need to be in the word of God all the time. We need to last in evil days. And we need to be equipped to fight, and that's what we want to do. It's my, my experience and my witness to know is that the more I read, the more I take time to study, the more comfortable I come in doing what God has called me to do, but I also get to know God yes. feel yes. I'm more comfortable, yeah. I'm comfortable when I worship. I'm more comfortable when I pray, because I'm spending time in, in, in solace and study with Him so He can speak to me. Amen? Yeah. Yeah, let's continue to pray. If I sick and I shut in, uh, and, and the bereaved family to keep uh, Brother Isaiah in prayer. He's having surgery in his eyes. 
tomorrow that God guides to serve the hands and do what's necessary to, to get him back here. I know he'll be fine, so don't be trying to tell me you ain't coming to church next Sunday. It's the first Sunday. If you got a patch in your eye, just walk on him and came. Look out you to the top twice, that's what you can say. Amen. You hear what I'm saying, Brother Isaiah? Okay. You can throw make it in here, so you can make it in here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know I got that friend. I said, hope he ain't trying to say what he ain't coming to church next week. I ain't trying to. I'm not having it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That's right. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we got that. And things are on real fine. Uh, that's what I want to share with us that next Saturday, I'm already growing now. I said, yes, so Pastor, when I tell you this. Next Saturday, this Saturday, this Saturday coming. This Saturday coming. 6.30 in the morning, you ain't ready at church, but we're going to go do baptism. We're going to go on Hallandell Beach, we're going to baptize all the people we got to baptize. Amen? We're going to take them to the water. We can no longer wait. That's no longer put up having our baptismal candidates wait the right leaders to get baptized. Yes. People yes. do what we have to do. And I've done it plenty of times before. I've been in the river, too. So it's, it's, it's the same thing. Amen? And it's, a, Amen? and it's a blessing. So we need to get that word out to all the ones that need to be baptized. We need to get a word out that you're gonna, we're going to be here at the church. I'm going to be here at the church at 6.30 in the morning. And the reason I'm doing that, you know, we want to get up before the crowd. Because when the sun go up, they coming out the party. All right? We're going to get there before that. We're going to park. So you don't work on parking. We're going to leave the gate. You're going to follow me. And when we get there, the church gonna pay for your parking, so we'll be set. Amen? Amen. Alright, we go and have us a, a good time and get our candidates that, um, baptized. Make sure those individuals get in contact with us. I don't know, Sister Andrew's not here today. <clears throat> I tried to call her this morning, but I didn't get an answer. Right, I don't know, she might be on the top. But she didn't tell me she was going, so I was kind of concerned about that. So uh, just keep her in prayer and we'll make contact with her. But also, Sister Phil, because we need to have those names. For the baptism of certificate, amen? We'll baptize on Saturday, and after we finish our communion service, we'll issue those baptismal certificates to our, to our, to our candidates, amen? Amen. amen? amen. Amen. Thank God for that. Knowing our pastor, when we hit at 630, 645, we can be rolling. Amen. Heading out Hallandale Beach. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's an exciting and grand time in the life of the church. Amen? Amen. Now, let's see. Mm-hmm. I, I think I got everything. I got, uh, just continue to pray for the mothers of the church, continue to pray for Sister Mumford, Sister, um, Sister Oliver. I keep saying her old name. I should be Sister Oliver. What's her name? Oliver. 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 I forgot the old name, huh? Amen. Yeah. Oliver's, because she, she knows she is faithful. She's faithful on, on, on the church service, and she's faithful on the Bible, on the Bible study line. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. We know how far God has brought her where she was, right? Amen. Yes. She had an instant. She couldn't speak at all. God brought her back to her speech. Amen. 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 She's still being faithful. She was faithful when I first came here. So I just want you to know. Uh, Deacon uh, Johnson, I spoke with him. He will be in church next Sunday. He will be here, he'll be here Saturday. Saturday we're going to go to the um, the baptismal. All our deaconess will be enforced, the sister's baptism. Amen? Amen. Nita, don't let me have to wake you up, Nita. 
leave it all out to you. Know. I'm picking on everybody today. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yes. Right. That's right. Okay. Yes. And she this is on the line too. Let's keep on prayer. I, I also talked to Brother Houston. You know, he still Houston. I joined. You know, brother joined. Uh, going through stuff now. We ask the church to keep him in prayer. He is not. He is not here, but he's still with us. Amen. And I've talked with him. And I prayed with him this morning to come to church. And then so we need to make sure we keep our people. Even you don't have to know the name. They say coming in Jerusalem. It's coming in Jerusalem. Because I want you to know the closer we walk, we get with God. The devil gonna get upset. He's not just gonna let us do it. He never gonna let things come to come that God's gonna bring into fruition. He's trying to bring past our life. He don't want us to be in the right place at the right time. You gotta realize this. This is nothing that's happened to you, it's a coincidence. Everything is not from the devil, but some things are. It's an obstacle. You can't let it deter you. You got to keep on pressing your way. You must keep on pressing your way. Amen? Amen. We're in a fight. We cannot let the devil get victory. I get angry with some things he does and how he uses some people to do some things. I get angry with it. I get, it's what I call righteous indignation, Dr. James. I get upset. All I do is make me just want to walk better. Okay? Just make me want to walk better because he don't just do it to you, he does do it to me also. Amen. Amen. Well, we are, we have, the victory's been won already on Calvary. All right? All right. All right. I think I've covered that. Everything. It's good to see you and everyone. You're back in the sanctuary again. Amen. 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 Okay. It's off in time. All sides of soul food. I'm sorry, this sister. Oh, Jenkins. And I had to, I said myself, I'm going to forget it too. All right. Okay. Uh, we don't wait. Amen. Amen. You got a mic down there? You good to go? Yes. Amen. Forgive me, y'all. To God be the glory. Amen. We thank God for our being here this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, to Pastor Clark, to Dr. Jenkins, to Reverend Lowes, our deacons, and to each one of you in your respective places, again, it is so good to be here and stand before you this morning. Today is what we call Soul Food Sunday. All right. Inspired by the recognition of Juneteenth last month, Pastor Clark has allowed us to come for the next few fifth Sundays to highlight some special people, occasions, and historical facts that have contributed to our rich history, Amen. black history, American history. Knowledge is food for the soul. Proverbs 4 and 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. <laughs> Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you are getting, get understanding. Where there is knowledge, there is understanding. Where there is understanding, there is progress. So last week, we were reminded and encouraged to get out and vote for this upcoming primary election happening August 23rd. 
This morning, we want to take this plea to participate in the voting process a little further by taking us a little back. By this I mean, as you recall, in 1865, President Abraham Lincoln signed into law the Emancipation Proclamation, freeing enslaved black people. Only five years later, by 1870, the third of the Re Reconstruction Amendments, the 15th, the 15th Amendment, was ratified and placed into law, which allowed black men to vote. At that time, black citizens made up the overwhelming majority of Southern Republican voters. During the Reconstruction era, a total of 265 black American delegates were elected. Most of the, these delegates served in South Carolina and Louisiana. Get this, in all, there were 16 black Americans who served in the United States Congress during the Reconstruction era between 1867 to 1877. More than 600 more were elected to the state legislature, and hundreds held local offices across the South. Y'all, we were under on the move. We were on the move. But as history would have it, Southern whites were frustrated with the changes in the law and society and resorted to intimidation and violence by introducing these elaborate laws and requirements that made it harder for black men to participate in, po in politics. They were successful through what, we, through what is known as the Jim Crow laws to suppress black and minority people. But through the work of the Holy Spirit and decades of struggle and fighting for our civil rights, leaders like Dr. Martin Luther King, John Lewis, and many more worked tirelessly to finally see the Voters' Rights Amendment signed in law in 1965, which prohibited voters' rights discrimination. Since then, We've been represented by black folks in local, state, and even national government, having had the first black president, President Barack Obama in 2009, and the first black woman, Vice President, Vice President Kamala Harris in 2021. So in the spirit of the prophet Nehemiah, we're doing a great work, and we cannot stop now. We are called to be the light in this world by spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and electing people who possess the same Christian values to govern our land. Today, we want to appeal to you to vote in this upcoming election. If you have not registered to vote, then register. You have until August 13th to register for the primary, which is August 23rd. And there are a lot of uh, 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 
uh, uh, offices and laws that are very important and, and impactful to our community. So my plea is to you is to vote, vote, vote. Our forefathers and foremothers, they fought too hard for us to be here today. Let's not let their labor nor their loss of their lives go in vain. To God be the glory. Thank you so much for your attention. Father God, may in the midst of struggle and economic hard times, 
So, Father God, after being faithful to you, I ask, O oh God, that you make yourself real to them and open the way out of the way. Be Jehovah Jireh. Come against the spirit of poverty and failure in the lives of your people, Father God. As they try to press their way, work all things together for their good. Let the spirit, Father God, of prosperity right now and success breathe in the lives of your people. Bless the fruits of their hands, O oh Father God. Allow not the enemy to steal it away. Father God, if you do this your super thing for us, We'll use this, this offering for the better than another building in your kingdom. And when given days are over, set us a place, oh Father God, anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all the love, Lord, say amen. Amen. Amen.
and you fixed it so that we could be reconciled. And you did it all at Calvary. Pray, oh God, that you would enable our shepherd to come forth and bring a strong and powerful and persuasive word from the
Beautiful.
Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. Amen. You may take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Great is his faithfulness. Amen. God is a covenant keeper. God is faithful to keep his promises. Here we find Israel, who Jerusalem, is on the brink of a promised land. They have wandered 40 years in the wilderness. God, in spite of their faithlessness, in spite of their stubborn disobedience, God is still keeping them. Their sandals will not wear out, did not wear out. Their clothing did not go bad. When they got hungry, y'all, he fed them. When they were thirsty, he gave them water to drink. And on several occasions, they tried his patience. And God would have destroyed them. But Moses and Aaron interceded for them. And God turned from his anger and had mercy on them. I'm glad about that. Because there have been some times when I tried the Lord's patience. Somebody prayed for me. And God turned from his fierce anger towards me. They're almost, they're, they are almost in the promised land. They've already seen the fruits. The only ones left of that generation to go into the promised land is Joshua, who's going to take them over, and Caleb. I'm in the book. Aaron, Miriam, Moses, their leader, is going to die on the east side of the Jordan. That an entire generation, y'all, an entire generation died in the wilderness. And there's nobody going into the promised land over 40 years old. Many of them were born in the wilderness. No one is going in except Joshua and Caleb. And Moses, before they go, gives them some pre-promised land instructions. All right. He said, you will come to houses, Israel, that you didn't build. Vineyards that you did not plant. Wells that you did not have to dig. And he says to them, the temptation will be that when you are full, when you got enough, that's when you ought to be where. Because it's then that you will forget God. Now those instructions are necessary because this crowd that's going into the promised land knows nothing of the Red Sea experience. They know nothing of 400 years of servitude in Pharaoh's Egypt. They know nothing of the brick of the brick killings 
and Egypt. They know nothing, anything about the lice and the frogs. And making bricks without straw. They don't know nothing about that. They don't know anything of how God brought them with an outstretched arm and a strong hand. So Moses has to instruct them that you're not here by yourself. Can I get a witness here? It was the fruitful covenant keeping God who's going to bring you over into the land of promise. Not that there was anything to do with you. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Which leads me to what I want to talk about briefly this morning. The faithfulness of God, Rock, has nothing to do with us. It's wrapped up in his passion for us. Can I say that again? This is good stuff. Everything God does has not predicated upon what we're doing. Not how we act in. It's just his passion towards us. Listen to what the text said that I just read. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. Above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you because you were more in number than any people, for you were the fewest of all people. All right. But because the Lord loved you, that's passion, y'all. But because the Lord loved you, uh -huh. y'all with me? Yeah. That's passion. You're no good, but he loves you. Yeah. Yeah. Moses got in trouble because Moses called God's people what God didn't call them. Moses called them rebels. And God called them my people. They're not your people, Moses. They are my people. I chose them. This morning, if you are saved, if you are a Christian, God chose you. Are y'all with me? I want you to get this. Because this has to do with doctrine and predestination. I want you to really understand this. Salvation is a two-sided coin. That is really a mystery. Because salvation involves human choice and divine sovereignty. God already knows who's going to be saved. Because God cannot not know that sovereignty. He knows there's nothing God cannot know. It cannot exist without God knowing everything. God knows everything fully and completely. But salvation is still a human choice. I don't think I've got that over. God sovereignly saves, but we have to sovereignly choose. Now God's already elected us by his sovereign choosing. But we still have to make a choice. Let me put it to you this way. On one side of the coin, it says, whosoever will, let him come. Flip the coin over, says, chosen from the foundation of the world. I still don't think you got that, because if you got that, you'd be shocked. When your choice hooks up with sovereignty, 
then human responsibility becomes your being in the kingdom of God. You need to make a choice that you need to be with God. That's why you were created. I'm in the kingdom of God, not because I'm better than anybody else. Because there are many better by nature than I am by Christian practice. All right. But God just chose me because of his election. Can I get a witness again? The reason I don't think you're getting this is because you're still not shouting yet. You're not in the family of God because you are so holy. We're not. We're not in church this morning because we so we, we so good. There's none good. No, not one. God just loves us. Even when you can't love yourself, even when you are unlovable, God's hand, God's sovereignty, God's choosing of you is his passion for you. He loves me in spite of myself. Now that is. Love God. Tina Turner said, I know Tina Turner wasn't talking about God. She said, what love got to do? She was not talking about God. She was talking about I. Because love got a whole lot to do with God. Are y'all with me? That's what kept God, Jesus, on the cross. There wasn't no nails that kept Jesus on the cross. It wasn't no piercing in the side that came on the cross. He could have came off the cross. Maybe he didn't have to let them put him on the cross. He told me, don't you know I can call a legion of angels to come on down here and rescue me if I want? He said, no, but I'm going to do the will of my father. It was love that made Jesus go to the cross. It's in his passion. When I think of all the mistakes I've made, and all the stuff I wish I could undo. And yet God lets me stand in this pulpit every Sunday. Because I have a treasure in an earthen vessel. Wow. That the power is not from me, Dr. Jenkins, but the power is from God. I tremble when I think about how good God has been to me. How special God treats me. All right. I tremble, y'all, how God provides and cares for me Thank you, Lord. and keeps his hand on me like a parent keeps his hand on a child. Yeah. I could be in hell this morning, but God's love for me. Some of y'all act like you've been so holy and like you deserve to be this here this morning, but there's a whole lot of us here today yeah. who knows that if the Lord had not kept his hand on us, if God had not protected us, yes. had not kept us from going left when he wanted us to go to the right, Jesus. if God had not looked beyond our faults, uh, yes. I'm grateful, I'm thankful, I'm glad that God loves me in spite of who he knows I really am. Thank you. Paul says, oh wretched man that I am, who can deliver me from this body of weakness? And death. God just chose me. No, no, no. God chooses who he wanted to choose. Yes, yeah. I don't understand why he does it. But when I sit down and contemplate, I'm deeply humble. Y'all hear me? I'm deeply humble. Because he, he got a whole lot of other choices. Y'all yeah, don't get it. Oh, yeah. It ain't about you. Don't get stuck on yourself. 
when Samuel went to Jesse's house, Jesse trotted out all the handsome, good-looking boys. And when Samuel took the crews of all Revelation out to anoint Israel's future king, it would not run out of the, on those older, handsome, good-looking boys because they were not God's choice. Well, uh, yeah. Come on. Amen. Samuel said, you must have somebody else here. Jesse said, I just got David, little David. But he ain't nothing but a shepherd boy. Samuel said, call him in. And when David came in, Samuel took that oil and poured it on David. It didn't run out on those older, handsome, cute, good-looking boys. But it came out on little nobody like David. Aren't you glad this morning? God looks over where you came from. Who you know and who knows you. Where you were born, what you have, what you own, what you earned. God just chose you. That's why I praise Him with such enthusiasm. That's why I'm so serious about what I do. That's why I shop with zeal. That's why I work with zeal. Because God just chose me. I wasn't the best one, but God chose me anyway. Yes, Moses said, listen, you're going to go against some nations bigger than you. The Gergeshites, the Parasites, the Hamorites, the Hittites, and the Canaanites. They can take you when they feel like it. But don't you be afraid of them. Because wow. I will be with you. That's what God told Moses. To tell I will be with you. Like I was with Moses, I will be with you. Thinking about this, there's somebody on your job smarter than you. There's people on your job smarter with a lot more time in, in the job, more degrees than you, but guess what? God let them promote you. And don't get mad because you didn't get that up promotion. He didn't want you to have that one. There's somebody in your family smarter than you. But God made you, even though you're not the oldest, you're still the one that everyone calls on all the time. Because God chose you. Not because you've been so good, or so holy, or kept his commandments, but because his passion for you. God said, you did not choose me. I chose you. Wow. His faithfulness is wrapped up in his passion for us. And then brothers and sisters, watch this. God's faithfulness is inextricably bound to his performance. God's faithfulness is inextricably bound to his performance. Watch what God does. Because the Lord loves you, verse 8 says, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your forefathers, had the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondage from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. You did not escape Pharaoh's Egypt because your military smarts. You did not get out of the bondage when you felt like it. God said, I brought you out with a strong arm and with an outstretched hand. All right. And brothers and sisters, there are certain things you have to bring with you when you come to church. Come on. Come on. 
Don't you know some of you come to church different after this? Y'all hear me now, right? There's certain things you ought to just come to church with. <laughs> a Bible, if you got one, if you don't got one, you ought to bring a Bible. If your Bible is on your iPad or your iPhone, bring that with you too. You want to bring your purse, definitely bring your purse of water, because you know you need to get the offering. You ought to bring that. But you should bring a shout with you. Sorry, y'all, y'all. I was getting shot. I started getting back. You gotta bring a shout with you, Mother Thomas. What you talking about, Pastor? I'm glad y'all asked me that question. And the reason why you shout is because God has performed some things. Did I just, y'all hear me? You're not shouting because this is praise and worship time. You're shouting because God has done some things. I don't know what he's done. You don't know what he's done for me. But he's done some things. You need, I have told you, you need New Jerusalem how to have a flashback party. This should not be a quiet place. I don't care what God, you ask God for and he has not done it yet. It does not matter. We're going to get to that. Because he ain't done it yet, don't mean he can't do it and won't do it. But you ought to get a flashback on what he has done. I don't care how big or small it is. He's worthy to be praised. We take it lightly. Because see, once, once we get out of the situation, we take it for granted how we felt while we were in the situation. That's why God let some of us stay longer in situations that we needed it. Because he wanted to imprint in your spirit, in your mind, who got you out. I mean, God burn me, though. If God will get me out of some hell, that I'm going to come in here and act like he ain't did nothing. Because I don't, I don't want to take that class again. Oh, no, God. I'm going to thank you if no one else thank you. So I say, God, this message for me, too. Good to me. Great is his faithfulness. 
Now listen, you got to go through some stuff, Dr. Jenkins. You got to go through some stuff in order to watch God perform in your life. I said, you got to go through some stuff. You have to really go through some stuff. I'm not talking about a cold. Pray for me because I have a cold. I'm not talking about the flu. I'm talking about you got to be in a tight spot when nobody but God can get you out. Anybody here ever been there? You got to be in a situation that the Lord don't come through for me. You got to be in a situation if the Lord don't come through for me, I'm through. I wish I had somebody who would talk back to me. If the Lord don't rescue me, if the Lord don't hear my cry, if the Lord doesn't answer my prayer, it's all over for me. You ain't never been denied. Somebody has seen God work in your life in such a situation. Won't God bring you out? Yes, yes, further, won't God bring you out? Yeah. If you trust yeah. and never doubt, yeah. God will surely yeah. bring you out. God said, I brought you with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. You see, you have to tell this young generation, watch this now, watch Pastor, help me preach this Holy Ghost. You have to tell this young generation, Dr. Jenkins, because this is a generation that's going in the promised land who did not see God perform nothing. And so, it's incumbent upon us, those of us who watch God work some miracles, to tell this younger generation that our people, our black people, didn't die and suffer and have dogs sicked on them, water hoses, and being beaten by blackjacks and police knocking them down for so you to walk down the dirty street with your pants off of your behind. Exposing your nasty drawers and your butt. People did not go through what they go through for you to go to the bank and the grocery store with your pajamas on. Talk back to me, church. I got a grandson. Thank God. He ain't doing that. Amen. He, he, he went not even think about it. Cause we parenting over there. For you to listen to music. For them to listen to music, for us to listen to music, that disingenerates our women by calling them whores. Yeah. Our parents did not stand in the back and go to the back door and say, yes ma'am and no sir, for us to disrespect one another. All right, now tell, tell Got young people fighting over turf. You don't own no turf. They let y'all fight amongst each other because y'all killing each other. That's right. Ain't nobody fighting over turf in the white neighborhood. Let me tell you something, Dr. G. You tripped me out last night. I was coming up from the post office at 1030. I was on 19th Avenue between 20, on 19th Street between in Lauder Hill, between 21st Avenue, uh, Reverend Lyle, and 441. So I'm, I'm going my regular way home because I don't want to go to I-95. So I'm going to hit, I'm gonna hit that, um, 441 and I'm going to get on 595. So I'm driving down the street. I did trip me out. I said, this is greater than my method. I thought it was an accident in the street. This is the main four-way highway with a medium in the middle, with that drive thing in the middle. That's five lanes, right? I'm thinking, what happened to all these people out here? They were literally 
in the street, the music going in their car, bottles out, smoking. In the middle of the street, traffic had to drive down a single lane because the signs had so many young people. And there were some old fools out there too. They want no police. I said, this ain't just get what I said, if we put two cars in my neighborhood, they're gonna call the police. But they allow us to do stuff like that. Because we taking ourselves out. Our forefathers did not stand in lines for us to do stuff like that.
Sunday. I'm going to say the same thing every Sunday. All we got to do is do is increase Jesus. Amen. Amen. I don't believe it. Every Sunday, I'm going to say, He died. Didn't He die? Didn't He die to get in front of him? Yeah. But bright early Sunday morning. You shouted last Sunday when I said it. I'm going to say this Sunday, you will shout again. I'm going to say the 10 more minutes, Dr. Jesus, the same thing, and they're going to shout again. Because guess what? The word of God is the same. We got something to shout about. You're going to get happy? Because he actually died. He actually died. But actually, he came out of the grave and still excites. That thought of him coming out of the grave excites the Christian believers. I've heard an old story, Jesus. My Savior came from glory. Yeah. Jesus Christ has passion for us and in, in spite of us. Yeah. And then, and then, he performed some things. Y'all with me, right? He has passion, and then he performed some things. Yeah. But finally, he says, I'm going to be with you. Because I got a, I got a promise to keep. Yeah. I made a promise to your father, Abraham. Before his name was Abraham, it was Abram. Abram means exalted father. Abraham means father of many nations. And he told him, Abraham, look up at the sky. And as many stars as you see in the heavens. That's how vast your family is going to be. And Abraham at that time did not even have a child. As a matter of fact, God had promised Abraham his child, and he was in his old age. But God says, your family will be as vast as the stars in the heaven and the sand on the seashore. Abraham couldn't see it because God had yet, watch me now, had not yet performed it. Brothers and sisters, just because God has not yet performed it does not mean it's not going to come to pass. Because every time you read the scripture, you read the scripture, the scripture says, and it came to pass. Yeah. That phrase came to pass me, it was foretold, and now God is bringing it into fruition. God in Jeremiah chapter 29 says, I know the plans that I have for you, Jerusalem. The plans to prosper you. The plans to give you a future and a hope. And the hope that God gives to us never disappoints. Yeah. We often tell each other, I hope to see you tomorrow. I hope we get a chance to get together again. But that's an iffy promise. Because when God makes a promise, y'all, he fulfills it. The Bible says he's not a man that he shall lie. When he said it, he will perform it. Y'all ain't hearing me. I don't care how long I got to wait on it, Dr. Jenkins. I'm just going to hold keep my hope, my hand in the hand of Jesus. I'm going to keep myself in the wine chamber. And I'm going to keep on holding on to God's unchanging. Alive. That's right. I'm like 
We'll walk down this King's Highway together. If you don't have a church home, we offer that to you also. We accept you as you are. This is the place where the word of God is powerful and our worship is passionate. We ask you to come on down and join us wherever you may be. Is there one today? I 
Yeah, but I appreciate all, I don't want to forget anybody, but I will let you know I appreciate each and every one of you. Two of our, our young people didn't feel good against the band, you told us, so they've been doing a good job, so keep them in prayer, okay? They didn't feel good today, and we thank God for them. Remember now, we're going to be 6.30 in the morning, I'm sending y'all a reminder out, we're going to be here, we're going to get our baptism done, amen? Saturday, Saturday. What did I say? In the morning. I said in the morning? Yes. Well, I'm trying to get y'all in the morning early. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Saturday. 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 Okay? At 6.30 in the morning. We'll be here. We'll do our baptism. Hey. Lauren did a great job all by herself today. Amen. 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 You look at you like you're right at home, but you're doing too. Amen. 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 She goes. Amen. Thank God for each and every one of you. Amen. Amen. If I didn't get anything else, all possible lines are ready. Bible that's both now and evermore and let the church say Amen. 